0: Hey, good evening, Top Fans. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry coming to you with another one of my favorite guys. It's Mikey Bleeds Blue. Mikey, how are you, my friend? Uh, doing well. Thank you. You are welcome. I always enjoy Mike and I talk all the time offline via text message. I love it because he's a baseball purist and he's a Dodger fan. It doesn't get much better than that, right? So nope. <laughs> Mikey, I'm calling the segment. The mid-season report card. And at the end of it, my last question I'm going to ask you, so be prepared for it, is what grade do you give the, the boys in blue? But let's before we do that, let's start out with some of the highs. What have you seen in the first 80 or so games?
1: Well, you know, uh, they're just playing, they're playing good baseball. I mean I, <laughs> I know you said give the grade last, but I mean, 51 and 29 (laughs) pretty much says it all. And, uh, you know, let's be honest. The team um, is battling a lot of injuries and they have some pretty high high profile players that haven't had outstanding seasons thus far. And yet we're 51 and 29.
0: Yeah. You and I talk about this online, on our lives, offline, all the time. Uh, And it's hard to really, like you say, it's hard really to be upset about 51 and 29, right? We're not going to go 162 and 0, although we wish we could. Um, Some of the, you just mentioned some of the highs. These guys are doing it with key players out. There's no timetable back for Chris Taylor. There, you know, we don't have a timetable for Walker Bueller. We really don't have a timetable for Dustin May. We don't have a timetable for blank trying uh, I mean, insert issue here. Yet these guys are still figuring out how to win. How do you think they're doing that? Like what through the mid season? How do you think they're getting that done?
1: Uh, honestly, with um, organi- organizational depth, I mean uh, Andrew Friedman as. Uh, Has put together, you know, from the minors to the majors, just a very competitive ball club. Um, A lot of depth in the minors um, with like guys like Pepio who pitched last night, Um, you know, and uh, guys that are having surprising seasons like Tony Gonsolin or Tyler Anderson I mean, some, some players have really stepped up in big ways that we had no idea added in them like that, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, for for the Dodger top fans that are listening to this, if you were being totally honest, there is no way that we would say our one-two punch at the beginning of the season was Tony G and Tyler Anderson. Walker Beeler, Clayton Kershaw, Julio Rios, all those guys. There's no way that... You would tell me Tony G's ten and zero with a one point five four ERA. Right. That's that's whatever Wheaties he's eating. Please keep eating them.
1: <laughs> exactly. And, and, and you know, I'm not going to say Julio Arias is having a very fine season himself. Yeah. Uh, Clayton's done pretty well um, outside of you know um, a little stint on the injured list. Uh, you know, our, our pitching our pitching has been pretty amazing, starting pitching. Um, you know, for that matter, the bullpen. Um, and, boy, they, they've taken some big hits in the bullpen as well.
0: You know, and it's funny that you mention that because when the Dodgers are winning, it seems like every night the starters are going six, seven innings, and they're only giving up a run or two. And in the patches where we've hit dry spells – our starters are going four innings and they're giving up three or four runs. So um, talk to me about lows. So even though we don't want to be negative, what are some of the lows that you've seen so far mid season?
1: Uh, Max Muncy, Mm -hmm. um, you know, he does continue to get on base via the walk and he has been hitting a bit lately, but for the, you know, For most of the season, his batting average has been in the 150s. Uh, Cody Bellinger really hasn't hit his stride at all yet this year. Um, But defensively, he's phenomenal. Uh, Justin Turner is finally starting to put it all together. Um, Just to show how bad he was, though, I think, and he's been on fire the last three weeks, his batting average is like, Two thirty-five, 35 mm-hmm. which from where it was is nice you know i mean he's been fighting it um yeah i mean those are just three three headline guys though that you're thinking at the beginning of the year are gonna be you know major contributors and and they haven't really thus far yeah
0: But there's other guys. It's amazing. Mookie's been getting it done. Freddie, uh, Trey Turner has been getting it done. So you're right. Those are the lows. But it just this. – we've done such a good job at creating an offense that it's not built around one or two guys. Right.
1: And, and you know, I consider the injuries lows. I
0: mean,
1: a a low part of the Dodgers season, um, obviously, was losing Walker Bueller, Uh trying in. For Daniel Hudson, you know, I mean, and and these are guys that they're counted on, you know. These are mainstays Mm -hmm. for your your rotation and for um, the bullpen. And yet they've withstood these and, you know, they're 51 and 29 thus far. Yep. Yep. And we're we're finally starting to separate ourselves a little bit.
0: Yep. Yeah, well, like
1: you, uh, you've said from our talks, like you said outside of this, um, you know, realistically, it would be nice to be, you know, five and a half or more games ahead of the Padres when Tatis comes back. Yep, I don't know what his return date is, um, but look where we are now. We're five and a half up, and yep. um, we're ten and a half up on the Giants. I mean, the Giants are slowly becoming sellers by the all-star break at this point.
0: Yeah. They got a lot of good rookies up there. They just, they're, uh, Carlos Rendon said it perfectly. Um, the other day, he said, there's just no energy in the clubhouse right now until we can get that back. We're not going to win. And that's, that's rough. Right. And we've gone through that with the Dodgers, right? We've seen these guys for a week, week and a half look like playing baseball was almost a chore for them. Right. But, well,
1: I think that, that, that goes with uh, how you're playing. If, you, if you're if you not playing well and your team's slumping, it, it's really hard to be rah-rah in the dugout, you know, but someone's got to do it. That's why, you know, someone like Hans or Alberto has, you know, has he helped a lot on the field? No, not really. But, you know, in that dugout, he's been amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: Who who at the All Star break, besides for Tony G and and Tyler Anderson, which is those are easy calls to make. Who has surprised you, I guess, the most coming into the season with their performance?
1: Uh, Gavin Lux, and, and I'm I'm happy to. Um, I knew he had it in him. I, yeah. I I told you. I think at the beginning of the year, he's a guy that I think should have. 180 to 200 hits a year kind of guy um you know could you know should be batting around 300s steal some bases he's got some gap power i mean i like his swing where it's at i think now that he you know before he might have been trying to hit the long ball too much um, in the minors, he hit a lot of a lot of homers. He had twenty nine homers a year and a half ago, two years ago in the minors, and uh, I think that was that was hurting him in the majors. You know, I think now he's just focused on uh, finding gaps and and um, uh, you know, one the other way and just hitting line drives, and it's paid off for him big
0: time. Yeah, I honestly Mikey that's a great call because that's who I would have said I mean you expect it out of Trey you expect it out of Justin Mookie all those guys um I would have said Gavin Lux or Chris Taylor right and it's it's terrible what happened to Chris and that's those are injuries you can't control right I mean it's not like he went off-roading like Tatis did and busted up his wrist he just fouled the ball off his foot right I mean, that's I gonna think happen
1: I said it. <clears throat> excuse me it's a Go small ahead. fracture um you know, two weeks. I, I think he'll be fine in two weeks, and uh, he'll be back. Maybe the rest will do him some good. He's played a lot of ball. Yep. Um, and uh, Trace Thompson has come up. You know, come over from off a of trade, and uh, yeah, for money basically. We we sent them money, not even a player. Trace Thompson um, has been doing great, and uh, you know, Jake Lamb just came up, so we'll see if you know. Those two guys can uh, take the pressure off of the of missing Chris Taylor.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I I have a buddy of mine who says all the time, uh, to me he says if if you could solve your problems with uh, with money, you don't have any real problems. And I I agree with that. And so the Dodgers just throw in cash it for Trace. All right, that works for me. Right? Okay.
1: I couldn't even tell you how much they gave him, but I, I don't even think in a. I don't even think it was an arm and a leg, you know? No. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to sound jerky or anything, but Trace Thompson's been a journeyman.
0: Yeah. 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 He has. And, and Detroit needs the cash because Detroit wants to make, make a play in the off season for some of these high powered guys that, that are going to be out there. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Let's talk schedules in July. Okay. And, and, and going forward. So our, We've got kind of our report, but I'm curious to see what you think about how this plays out in July. So we get five more games with the Rockies, including tonight, which that is, they play us tough. I don't care what the record is. They play us tough. You get three, four games with the Cubs. You get two with St. Louis in St. Louis. You get two with Anaheim in Anaheim, which is kind of a home game for us anyways. Out of the break, you get the Giants at home. You get Washington for three. So you're looking at a, the Rockies and Washington and the Angels who are, and the Cubs, who are all under 500. The only team that is over 500 is, well, remains to be seen the Giants might not be at that, but is the Cardinals. So what are you looking for for the month of July to be successful for the Dodgers going into – Really, the dog days of summer into August and September.
1: Yeah. Um, when does the All Star break start with that? Where, do, where does the Seventeenth? It, it ends in where though? Anaheim.
0: It en- yeah. It ends in Anaheim. Correct.
1: So we have these last this last one with the Rockies, four with the Cubs.
0: Yep. Then and we then go to in- St. Then we go to St. Louis. Then we go to Anaheim, and it's over.
1: And, and St. Louis is only for two?
0: Yeah. It's only huh? for two. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> sucks because they, they have to travel to St. Louis and then they got to come all the way back home. Yeah. Usually you have a stop in like Colorado or Arizona or something like that.
1: No, I, I you know, I, I just think they need to, it's, it's a business trip. Let's just go there and try and win some ball games. I, I you know, I, I think they're, you know. Um, the Rockies have played us tough, but the games they won were all in Colorado. Yeah. Um, you know, so we we get them, we've gotten them back here with a, a chance. You know, we're shooting this right before the uh, final game, right of that series. um in LA tonight mm-hmm. with the chance to sweep them, um, and then four with with the Cubs team that you know that has struggled this year um so hopefully they can take care of business there and you know get hopefully three of four you know worst case scenario four game series are tough that's four games no worse than a split but i i would i would think they should take three yeah. um and then that's that ends that home scan, which was an 11 game home scan, which was our longest of the season we did. It's funny. We just had our longest road trip of the season, and then right into that, we came into our longest homestand. Um. So yeah, from from here on out, they they just have to you know continue to play some solid baseball and see what happens. So, you know, I mean, they they're trending in the right direction while the Padres and Giants are are going the opposite way.
0: Win win series, not yeah. not. No, go for the winning series. I mean, this homestand right now we're five and one on this homestand. Yep. I'll 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 take that, but I also don't need to be ten and zero or eleven and zero on a homestand if I can win every series. Exactly. You know, I'm happy, right? Yep. Okay, so here's the million dollar question, my great and good friend. Give us your grade halfway through the season. Where do you where do you put the Dodgers now? Granted, top fans, you'll see this on Friday. The, the Dodgers have played 80 games going into tonight. By the time you see this, they'll have played 82. So we're almost, by the time you see this, we'll be more than halfway done with the season. Mikey, give us your grade for the Dodgers. A minus. I like it. I like it. I mean, I, I, can't,
1: I can't argue with 51 and 29. Um, you know, if you, if you said, give me grades as far as starting pitching and the, I, you know, I, I would say my, my one area that I'm concerned about right now is our bullpen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, at at points they have flashes of brilliance, but Evan Phillips can't pitch every night. Uh, uh, Bickford can't pitch every night. Um, Vassia has proven that he can't pitch every night. Kimberl can't pitch every night. And so you got to give him some breaks, right? You got to get, you know, and I love for the Dodgers to get out of Mitch White seven tonight, right? Where you only have two and eight and be up six to two or or eight to one where they're not high pressure innings where you can, you can bring in a guy like Bickford and say, go get me six outs. I'm going to go grab a soda. Type thing. Yeah, but
1: I doubt he will tonight though, because he did. Uh, he did extend himself last night, I believe.
0: Yeah, it's twenty nine or thirty pitches or something like that yesterday. Yeah, he went an
1: inning and in something. So, um, yeah, but whatever Mitch Mike can give us, we'll take. Um, you know, he uh, he's done well this year. You know, we we've been lucky. We, you know, Pepeo, he didn't give us a lot of innings his first couple of times, nor Grove but neither one let the game get away either. We had a chance to win every one of those games they pitched in yep. uh, but it was nice to see Pepio uh, improve enough and, and throw strikes and he was able to get his uh, first career win last last night. so that that was nice to see.
0: Yeah no it was uh, it was nice to see and it was nice to see him yesterday work I mean Oral was calling it here's what he need to work on. here's what he need to work on and it showed, that he can now spot his curveball, his changeup, his slider, besides for mm-hmm. his fastball, so he doesn't have to be a chuck-and-duck type pitcher. Whereas right. we, we got guys like Gratterall who literally are chucking. Now, I'll mind it, it's 101-mile-an-hour fastball, but it's a chuck-and-duck thing. If you told him to hit the glove eight times out of ten, he's going to miss it, but you might get strikes out of it because it's a hard fastball, right? Whereas you saw Pepio last night hitting uh, – will smith's club which by the way that's another player that has been surprising Man, this guy might hit 25 home runs this season yep and for a catcher most teams will take that in a heartbeat
1: oh yeah um the the other guy you did mention that i'd like to give a shout out to though that um you know he was fine last year but nothing like this evan phillips oh i mean he's been lights out really um, oh. I could, you know, I could see him at some point maybe being the closer. I mean, he, used to, he throws 98. He's got great off-speed stuff, you know, a good slider. Um, and, and I just, I don't understand what Kimbrel's issue is because he does have good stuff. I mean, you see his breaking ball has great movement. He hits 96, 97 miles an hour. You know, I... I don't know if he's tipping pitches or what, but he just, he's had, he's struggled a little bit this year. I I can't, I can't get around it. I'm not a gloomy Gus guy. Like the rest of the people saying, Oh, he stinks. And he doesn't stink. I mean, you know, he's like 13 of 15 in save chances, but you know, he does tend to give up runs and, uh, it's going to be rectified or he won't be the closer here um, when it comes to time. you know?
0: He just doesn't look comfortable up there right now. Yeah. He just doesn't look comfortable up there right now. And for some reason, and I don't know if it's dog days of summer. I don't know if something's going on in his family. I don't know if he's struggling with a health. I mean, his cousin's wife may have gotten cancer or something. Who knows? Right? Yeah. And there may be stuff that's got, I mean... What people don't realize, and you and I deal with this all the time on our lives and things, but what people don't realize is these guys are human. They have lives too. So when you go to work and you're stressed out about something family wise or otherwise, right? It doesn't, you don't have 45,000 people watching you, critiquing you and your performance. So if you have a bad day, you have a bad day. these guys have forty five thousand people
1: taking it to work and that's what they're doing
0: yeah i mean and and people can't say gee don't take it to work you know you get paid all these millions stop (laughs) you paid millions but they're still people and it doesn't it again if all your problems were money problems you don't have real problems but i mean when aj pollock was with the club a couple years ago when uh his wife went through that really rough pregnancy and the baby was in ICU for a month, month and a half or whatever it was. I mean, that's not baseball related, but don't tell me that that doesn't bother him at the plate. Oh, exactly. I mean, so I, I'm with you. I'm not ready to throw Kimberl out with the bathwater yet, but you know, has he been as dominant as we hoped? Probably not.
1: Yeah. Probably um, not. The other guy that was solid was Nancy Almonte, but he's kind of come back a little bit too. Um, yeah. Evan Phillips has really been the guy that, that stood out for me. If you had to say, who's your breakout guy in the bullpen or whatever, I, I'd say Evan Phillips.
0: One one guy that we haven't mentioned here, and I think he's worth mentioning, albeit he's only had a couple of starts, um, but he looked good in all of them, Andrew Heaney. and we get him back healthy and that could be dangerous in September, October. Right? Yeah. And so yeah,
1: yeah. stay healthy, you know, I mean, that that's just been his bugaboo.
0: Well, I was talking to a, a white Sox fan that, you know, as well. And um, I told him straight out, I said, if you guys make the playoffs and I get my dream, which is a white Sox or my prediction, which is a white Sox Dodgers world series. I'm worried about your pitching staff in a best out of seven. Because they have some pretty dominant starting pitchers, where we have dominant starting pitchers. But is Tony G? Is is Tyler Anderson? Are they going to produce in a postseason where there's no tomorrow? Right. And so these guys have guys that are just dominant. But I
1: uh, them too, though. I mean, you know, Dylan Cease is a young guy. Kopech's a young guy. I mean, it's not like that. You know, their guys are are proven either. That's true.
0: That's true. We got Kershaw and hopefully we'll have Bieler back by that time. But gosh, too many injuries, right? Too many injuries.
1: Which is incredible that we're 51 and 29.
0: I know. I know. I, honestly, Mikey, if you would have told me at the beginning of the season that at the halfway mark, we'd be 51 and 29 or basically the halfway mark, we'd be 51 and 29. And then you gave me a list of all of our injuries. I would say whatever medication you're on or whatever you're smoking, go take it back. It, you're, it's making you hallucinate. It's just not possible, right? It's just yeah. not possible. But they made it happen. So, all right. So, Mike, you give them an A-. minus. You're concerned about the bullpen, but otherwise, no complaints. The highs are the highs and the lows are the lows. Yep. And you, you want to win series is what I'm understanding.
1: That's what it boils down to.
0: I love it uh top fans when you see this uh, or i'm sorry when you hear this by all means you know give us a shout out let us know what you think and we'll just kind of run it from there and and we'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions especially you non-dodger fans tell us what you think we're trying to be you know mike's uh, mike's a dodger fan i'm a huge dodger fan too but he's giving you a perspective from a dodger perspective right so tell us what you think mike Mikey, I appreciate you joining me tonight. I really do. Let's do this again. Yeah. I appreciate it. No problem. We'll do this soon. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Awesome.